Hey everyone, it's Steve from IED Sports. Tonight I'm recapping the news and news of the week, taking a look at the high-performance players, flat tires, you know, all the other stuff, and giving you a Thursday night preview. You're watching IED Sports. Alrighty, it's just me tonight. Um, so we're just going to hop right into the traffic reports. The I-80 Sports Traffic Report, where you can find all your news and notes from the week. So what's developing right now is one of to, is going to probably be one of the biggest stories of the week that might impact fantasy championships, and that is that 37 players have been placed on the IR COVID list just today. Some of those players include Tyler Higby and Jalen Ramsey. That happened literally hours before the Rams and Cardinals kicked off. Um, Josh Gordon, Kadarius Toney, who had COVID right before training camp, Alexander Madison, and Quez Watkins. Um, but in other injury news, Jets running back Michael Carter is expected back for Week 15. Uh, Mike McCarthy says he's feeling optimistic about Pollard playing in Week 15. Bills wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders is dealing with a knee issue and is unlikely to play in Week 15. But and Josh Allen is dealing with a foot sprain and is considered day to day. Uh, I don't think if he if it's a foot sprain that's day to day, then it more than likely he's going to play. Uh, Cardinals running back Chase Edmonds was not activated before the Week 14 matchup against the Rams. Uh, you know this is not being live streamed, so. You know, I, I, I'm hoping that all of you saw the news beforehand and adjusted your rosters accordingly. Uh, Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson, obviously one of the biggest quarterback news in the league right now. He is dealing with a sprained ankle, and there is a chance for him to play in Week 15, but we'll talk more about that later. Lions are hopeful that, T, that, D, uh, that DeAndre Hopkins and TJ Hawkinson are back for Week 15. Uh, there is some talk that DeAndre Swift might go to the IR, uh, but if there's talk say, there, that he could be back for Week 15, then obviously it wasn't bad as initially thought. Panthers wide receiver DJ Moore is dealing with a hamstring issue um, and is considered day-to-day. -day. Uh, you know, he obviously, if it's day-to-day, -day, then there is a strong chance that he could play in, um, in Week 15. But we'll we'll have to see. Uh, Browns running back Kareem Hunt is unlikely to play Saturday versus La Las Vegas after reaggravating his previous injury. Uh, you know, Kevin Stefanski originally said that Kareem Hunt could have come back in the game if if needed, but if he's unlikely to play, then. Yeah, take it for what it is. Packers uh, quarterback Aaron Rodgers says that his uh, toe injury is apparently worse now. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Uh, Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen is likely to be back for Thursday night. As long as he tests negative today, he can be reactivated as soon as tomorrow. All right, that's it for the biggest notes, news and notes of the week. Here, it, let's get right into the high-performance players of the week. Your I-80 Sports High-Performance Players of the Week. 
All right, so uh, we're going to start, uh, as always, with the top three performers of the week. Uh, we're going to start with the quarterbacks. Bills, Josh Allen had 36.22 points in that amazing comeback. But on the other side of the, on the, other side of the field, Buccaneers, Tom Brady had 30.12 points of his own. Packer, and then Packers uh, quarterback Aaron Rodgers, he had 28.64 fantasy points. Uh, getting to the running backs, Buccaneers Leonard Fournette had 34.7 points. Seahawks uh, running back Rashad Penny had 26.3. We'll talk more about that later. And Najee Harris Steelers had 23.9 points. Then your wide receivers, Packers Devonta Adams had 29.1. Seahawks uh, Tyler Lockett had 24.7. And finishing up with Bengals Jamar Chase at 22.8. Then you have the tight ends, uh, 49ers, George Kittle. Uh, in full PPR, it was about 35 points, but it, this is half PPR, so he had 27.6. Uh, Ravens, Mark Andrews had 23 points, and Bills, Dawson Knox had 15.5. All right, so now let's look at some other high-performance players. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm going to touch on Justin Herbert, who played the Giants. He was 23 of 31 um, completions for 275 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, for me personally, Herbert came, I mean, not me personally, but scoring-wise, he did come close to a top three finish. But his his performance still deserves play, praise, even though it was against the Giants. Um, he was down his most reliable receiver in Keenan Allen, but he was still great, you know, Jalen Guyton, Joshua Palmer, and Mike Williams all had great fantasy days. Uh, Guyton and Palmer had the touchdowns, but Williams did have some yards. He had 9.7 points in half PPR, I believe. Um, and they, they're going to need this momentum to carry them into that big division battle with the Chiefs for Thursday night. Uh, another high-performance player, uh, Buccaneers running back Leonard Fournette. Uh, you know, I, he just deserves mention because he had 19 carries for 113 yards and a touchdown. He was also four of seven receiving for 19 yards. You know, it, it, uh, Fournette has had three straight games where he has had 15 or more points. He is now RB5 on the season, and he's just been solid. Um, of all the running backs over 200 points, Fournette has now reached that, and he is currently matchup proof. You know, his schedule is his schedule for the playoffs is New Orleans eh, could be a tough matchup. Carolina eh, could be a tough matchup and the Jets. But I expect him to perform barring any injury. You need to have Leonard Fournette. I don't care if New Orleans and Carolina are tough matchups. You set Fournette and you forget it. He is going to produce. Um, I, 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 you know, Raiders wide receiver Hunter Renfro. Like, he had 21.2 points. He was 13 of 14 for 117 yards and a touchdown. The dude just, you know, he is, you know, he was basically, he caught almost everything. He he was he had one incompletion. He was basically matchup-proof the entire game. You know, even though even though it was a, uh, it was a blowout, they just let Hunter Renfro have his targets, let him make his receptions, you know, because, you know, when you look at it, uh, it, it, you know, he he really only averaged uh eight point. He averaged eight point three five yards per reception. So yeah, I mean, it looks good in the stat sheets, 
But, you know, and, and especially for half PPR, and he had the touchdown, which stopped it from being a complete blowout. But still, you know, look at it in perspective. You know, it, it was a great performance, but also look at the fact that it was 8.35 yards per reception. But then, you know, you had Kittle, you had George Kittle. I know that I talked about him in the top three, but he needs to be mentioned again. You know, 151 on 13 receptions, that's 11.62 yards per reception. He was, he was having his way with the Bengals secondary. You know, it was just it was just great overall. You know, his fantasy is fantasy out uh, his fantasy playoff matchups are Atlanta, Tennessee, and Houston. You know, and so he is going to be great as long as he doesn't get injured again. All right, let's go ahead and take a look at the flat tires. The highway is full of letdowns and disappointments. Here's our flat tire picks. All right, I'm going to drop a few flat tires here. I'm going to drop one for each position. Um, Dak Prescott had 10.4 points. You know, he had the two interceptions and the fumble. You know, his matchups, his matchups haven't, you know, he's just not the same matchup proof quarterback he used to be. And that is concerning. His playoff matchups are against the Giants in Washington. And then he has a championship game against Arizona. And, you know, that that, that game against Arizona could be an NFC, uh, NFC title game matchup. I mean, that could, be a, that could be a preview there. So, you know, I, I mean, the Giants, he sh- it's, it's in New York. And that game will be very telling. But then you know the 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 game for uh, against Washington is in Dallas, so that should be an indicator for you. These next two games should be an indicator for you to tell you whether or not you should start back against Arizona. Um, Nick Chubb he had eight points. He had seventeen carries for fifty nine yards, three out of four receptions for seven yards. You know he, it was a tough matchup against the Ravens, but you know getting seventeen carries and Nick Chubb being Nick, Nick Chubb. I expected him to break off one of those big runs that he always has, and he didn't do it. And that and that is very concerning for me. Um, Bears wide receiver Darnell Mooney, he was one of five, while Jakeem Grant and, and others, you know, had a better matchup. Now, I mean, had more points. Uh, and, and, like, you know, Allen Robinson also had 2.4 points, but it was just... I had just expected more from Darnell Mooney. You know, I mean, getting five targets, yeah, the targets were there, so that's great. But having only one reception for 19 yards, oof. And then Chiefs wide receiver, I mean, Chiefs tight end, Travis Kelsey. This is the second game in a row that he has, that he scored under five points. You know, three or four for 27 yards. And and that could be concerning, uh, especially down the stretch. But, you know, I, I mean, Travis Kelsey, he's only dropped to the number two tight end on the season. Mark Andrews has surpassed him. But, you know, I, I will, we'll just have to see what happens going on from there. All right, let's hop into the rearview mirror. The I-80 Sports Rearview, where we take a look back at topics from last week's show. 
All right. So in the rear view on the DFS show, you know, the rear view mirror, we always talk about, you know, things that things in retrospective, what we got right, what we got wrong. And so I'm going to talk about what, what I talked about on the DFS show. You know, I, I said on the DFS show and you should check them out every every Friday. They're going to be live streamed around eight thirty nine o'clock. You know, I always give the DFS matchup, uh, my DFS matchups, who I'm a buy on, who I'm a sell on, and 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 those who could be of value. And I said, you know, keep riding Javonta Williams. And, you know, I said that he was a buy and and sell Melvin Gordon. Well, I went one and one on that because Javante was great again. But so is Melvin Gordon. I said to sell Melvin Gordon because I thought that the that the Broncos would continue just um, hammering the ball with Javonta Williams. But you know the thing is, is I'm actually concerned for Javonta Williams for next season because you know there is a good probability, especially if Vic Fangio stays with the Broncos, that Melvin Gordon could be resigned. And but personally, I would like to see Gordon go to a team like the Buffalo Bills or the Atlanta Falcons or the Miami Dolphins, uh, you know, because I don't see Patterson staying with the Falcons past this season. And te- and these teams, you know, they could desperately use an above average running back. And, and and anyone who says that Melvin Gordon has not been good this season clearly has not been watching football because Melvin Gordon has been borderline excellent all season. He's I, I'm not even going to say borderline. He's just been downright excellent all season. Um, and, you know, and, and another thing was I was correct in selling Lamar Jackson. It was just for the wrong reasons. Yes, Jackson was injured, but he played a good chunk of the game. Uh, you know, and the Browns were up 17 to three on Lamar Jackson, you know, because, because, uh, Miles Garrett had that strip sack return for a touchdown. Oh, excuse me. That was against that was against Lamar Jackson. So you know it, it, he was struggling in that game even before his injury. You know they're saying that he's going to play this game, but you know let's look at this in reality. Uh, <clears throat> let's look at this in reality. If he was struggling when he had that issue, uh, when when he didn't have this issue with his ankle sprain. Imagine how he's going to look now with an ankle sprain. He's not going to have that ability to run. You know, we'll we'll just we'll have to see. You know, he has he he's going against Green Bay. I'm going to tell you right now, if Lamar Jackson is in line to start against Green Bay, he is going to be a hard sell for me. I'm just going to say that right now. Uh, but you know, the last rear view I'm going to talk about is someone that I had as a buy and that was Jamar Chase. I said, I said on the DFS show that despite his recent struggles that he was still going to be a buy and that he, you know, because of the, because of the 49ers, uh, you know, backfield situation, I was, I was like, you know what? He could ball and he had two touchdowns. He had a solid fantasy day. You know, it was a it was and it was one of the better games of the week. You know, it, it was a great comeback, and Jamar Chase was a big reason of that. Five of eight receptions for seventy-seven yards and two and two touchdowns and half PPR. That was good for twenty-two point eight points. Like it, it, you can't you can't get any better than that sometimes. All right, I'm gonna move on to pump the brakes. Not so fast, it's time to pump the brakes. 
Okay, so let's talk about the big elephant in the room. Rashad Penny. Is he worth a pickup? And is he and how much fab should you spend on him? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna break this down. Is Rashad Penny gonna be a thing for the fantasy playoffs? My answer is very simple. As long as he's healthy, it's an absolute yes. Because when Penny has had the opportunities to produce, he has produced. Now, if you go back and look at his stats in 20 and 2020, it's gonna be bad. But if you go back two seasons to 2019, he had a two-game stretch where Chris that was the year that Chris Carson got hurt at the end of the season, and Rashad Penny had the reins to this offense. Week 12 and 13. In week 12, he was 14 carries, 129 yards, and a touchdown. Week 13, he was 15 carries or 74 yards and a touchdown. He also had that game against Pittsburgh in week two in 2019, where he was 10 carries for 62 yards and a touchdown. Rashad Penny, again, if he is healthy, Rashad Penny is perfectly capable of carrying the Seattle run game. He just has to stay healthy to do it. And I and I, I'm just gonna I, I'm just gonna hope that he does because I would like to see him get his opportunity. We would like to see all players get their opportunity. Now question is how much fab should you spend on him well it's the fantasy playoffs my friends i'm just gonna be honest with you and there if you if you lost if you lost a running back and you need a running back like let let's say that let's say that some of these players let, let's say that some of these players that just went on COVID ir let's say that the list increases well, you know, you want it, it, you're going to want to go all in with the rest of your fab. If you have, I, I honestly, if you have more than fifty dollars in fab, I would throw down at least fifty dollars in fab to get him because it, you know you're going to need a running back. You know, and and if you have, and by this point, a lot of people have spent money on players. So you so it, you know if you if you're lucky enough to still have more than fifty dollars, I'd throw I'd throw at least fifty dollars on to get Rashad Penny. All right, let, let's 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 finish off with a with a fun topic before we go to the TNF preview, and let's talk about Rookie of the Year. I don't know if this quite qualifies as pump the brakes. You know, Bob will tell me later if that qualified or not. But you know, let's talk about Rookie of the Year. The, this is, should be a fun topic. Who should get it? I have my choices narrowed down to Jamar Chase, Mac Jones, and Najee Harris. All three players have been consistent for their offenses, and all three teams are contending for the playoffs. But if we were talking about pure fantasy football, the clear winner is Najee Harris at this point because he is outscoring Mac and Jamar Chase. Uh, you know, Jamar Chase is a top is a top uh, ten wide receiver. Mac Jones is a top twenty quarterback. But Najee Harris is a top three borderline top. I mean, top four borderline top three running back. Uh, uh, but you can also make the um, case for Jamar Chase because the Bengals are just one win away from being in first place in the AFC North, and the AFC North is the toughest division in football. Raven, Ravens, uh, Ravens, uh, Ravens, Bengals, uh, uh, all of them, and Browns and Steelers, all of them are within a, all of them are within a win or two of winning this division. You know, it's going to be very, very, very interesting. Right now, my vote is for Najee Harris with Jamar Chase be, uh, being a very, very close second. 
and we, and then uh, Mac Jones being a distant third. I think that it's going to come down to Najee Harris or Jamar Chase, in my opinion. Uh, what do you guys think? Let me know in the comments. All right, let's finish off with the Thursday night football preview. The I-80 Sports Toll Booth, where you can find the best bets of the week. All right, bringing back the bringing back the graphics here for the Thursday night football preview. I'm just going to keep it simple this week. I'm just going to talk about players that are buys and players that are risks because most more than likely, if you do any fan duel for uh, for Thursday night football, it's going to be the single game, so the prices are going to be higher. Uh, you know, the, my Chiefs buys are Mahomes and Clyde Edwards Lair. This is a game for first place in the division, and I think that Patrick Mahomes is going to show up um, for this matchup. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just looking at, I'm just looking at Patrick Mahomes' stats while I'm talking to you guys. And you know, in the divisional games, you know, in Week Three against the Chargers, he was 31.5. Then, in, then in Week Ten against Dallas, he was 54.3. Uh, last week and uh, last week in Denver, he that was his lowest fantasy output at 14.4 in divisional matchups. But then last week against the Raiders again, he was 26.9. You know, the it, it, Patrick Mahomes, he is going to it, you know. This is going to be a this is going to be a very telling game, uh, you know, because thirty one point five in week three, he was forty four of twenty seven for two hundred and sixty yards, three touchdowns. He did have those two picks in that game, so we'll we'll have to see what happens. But I expect both of these teams to come out and play. Uh, Justin Herbert, I you know, if, if I was to choose between which quarterback you should start. Or put in the 1.5. I would honestly choose Justin Herbert. I know that the that the Chiefs defense has been much improved over the last three games, but I really like this. Um, I really, I really like this matchup for both quarterbacks. So I would honestly, since Justin Herbert's a little bit cheaper, I would put him in the 1.5 spot. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Keenan Allen are buys here. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he's going up against one of the worst run defenses. Again, one of the worst run defenses in, in the NFL. Uh, Keenan Allen, just Mr. Consistent. Um, the big risks here. Uh, I'm going to start with Austin Eckler because you know it, it, I know that I know what the coach said about Austin Eckler. Uh, you know, possibly being uh, possibly playing on Thursday, but I don't think it's going to happen. I, I would. I, I honestly, honestly, uh, I would. I would. The it, it would be safer to go with Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson is significantly cheaper. He was. I think he was ten thousand dollars. Or or Larry Roundtree, who would probably be even cheaper. Mike Williams, you know, he he, he played well. Uh, he played well last week, but he is still a risk here. You know, Guyton and Palmer had the better fantasy days, and Guyton and Palmer are considered the wide receiver three and four on this team. And Mike Williams was supposed to be the wide receiver one. Uh, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. I'm I'm putting him, them here as risks because. I just don't. I just don't know about this Chiefs offense, um, friends. Like Tyree Kill, he had nine point seven points, and Travis Kelsey had four point two. Uh, you know, both of them have been underperforming. You know, in the last few weeks, so there are risks for me. But that that is my opinion. Take it for what you will. All righty, friends. Well, 
that it thank you for watching this week as always you can find us on youtube at i80 i'm mean, at youtube.com backslash i80 sports you can find all of our articles videos and merch at i80sports.com you can find me on put on twitter at i80 underscore sports steve i hope i hope everyone who's listening made their fantasy playoffs and if not if not i you know Better, better luck in the losers bracket. I know that I'm playing in a few losers brackets. I'm playing in a few winners brackets. You know, we'll see. But you know, good luck to the start of your fantasy playoffs, friends. Thank you for watching. This has been I80 Sports.